The Pat Kenny Show on News Talk with Matter Private Network. During current restrictions, don't ignore your health concerns. Our expert team is ready to help. Also standing by News Talk's technology correspondent Jess Kelly. Morning, Jess. Morning, Pat. Now, Windows 11 has been uh, unveiled and uh, you need to have a machine that's capable of uh, handling it. Mm -hmm. So what's the spec? Okay, this is going to be a bit techie now, so just bear with me and I do have an easy solution at the end of this. But to talk you through it, in terms of a processor, you have to have a gigahertz processor or faster. Uh, You have to have four gigs of RAM, 64 gigs of storage or more. Um, You need to have a graphics card that's compatible with something that's called direct x12 or later um and other bits and pieces right now that all sounds like a foreign language to i'd say 97.4 percent of people in the country if you want to bypass all of that and figure out if your machine can handle windows 11 download what's called microsoft's pc health check uh, this is something that's completely free. You pop it into Google, Microsoft's PC Health Check, uh, run it on your device and it will give you uh, the very clear clear breakdown of the spec on your computer and also the compatibility with Windows 11. Yeah. It's very straightforward. It it. Yes. And? Yeah, and it told me no. No, you can't have, you can't have Windows 11. Oh, okay. So there you are. But it, Windows uh, 11... I'm reluctant to get rid of it, by the way, because it's a, it's a fine widescreen um, desktop and doing everything right. So, uh, you know, the question is, when will they stop supporting Windows 10? Yeah, that is the big thing. Windows 10 has been around for, I think it's six years or so now since they first unveiled it. And what I would encourage people to do is not chuck their machines away. If it is working, absolutely fine. And if you're happy enough... It's Windows 11, it's nice. There are certain nice features of it, but it is not worth upgrading for. Very often they will continue and they'll flag well in advance as to when they're going to stop the support of a particular operating system. So for devices like yours, Pat, that are still doing the job just fine, I would just say keep on trucking. The stuff, a lot of the stuff with Windows 11 at this moment in time is very cosmetic. I mentioned it last week, but the moving of the start button from the left corner to the centre... There's a lot of um, integration. So if you're using cloud-based office programs, Microsoft 365 and so on, it'll acknowledge what you've been working on. So say, for example, if I've been working on a document on my phone, then if I open my Windows 11 device, it'll remember that I've been working on it. So it's getting smarter. And I think, you know, in a year's time, we will see even better features. But right now, I would not be ditching a device just to get Windows 11. Okay, so in terms of the way it works, I mean, often there are glitches at the beginning, Mm. but this has been out since June, so probably sorted most of them out, I'd imagine. They kind of have. I think the biggest issue is actually the compatibility compatibility with devices. Um, So as you said, the initial version of this was released last summer. Um, It then sort of went on widespread uh, release in October. So they have ironed out a lot of the kinks, but I do think a lot of people are getting frustrated either because they can't figure out if their device can carry it or um, they are being told they can't uh, get it on their device and then they're in the same boat as you in terms of like should I ditch it should I not my advice would be just keep on trucking for now Okay, so if you want to check if it's compatible, get the download the uh, Microsoft Windows PC Health Check and it'll tell you all you need to know. Mm-hmm. All right, and lots of questions coming in. Uh, Jess, can you recommend a good home printer for basic printing uh, and at a good price? I like the idea that you can print from your phone. 
Yeah, uh, the majority of printers now will enable you to do wireless printing. The one that I recommend is the HP NV 6020E. So it's HP NV 6020E. Uh, and as I've mentioned before, you can just put the HP app onto your phone and then print wirelessly that way. Also, if somebody else comes into your home, what I love about this is you can just give them an email address. So your printer essentially has an email address um, and files can get sent across and print wirelessly that way as well. So it's so pain-free in comparison to how it used to be. Can just recommend a monitor for home use. I have a 2019 MacBook Pro currently connected to an LG monitor, which must be brought back to the office in time when remote working is finished. So, obviously they want a, a, another monitor at home. Would like to spend few hundred euro as opposed to several hundred euro. That's from Paul in Cork. Yeah, sticking with the HP recommendations, uh, there is one that is just stunning to look at. It's the HP 24F ultra slim full HD monitor. So it's a 24 inch monitor. Everything looks stunning on it. I've had the bigger version of the screen on loan um, and it is great. But in terms of just day to day work and all the rest, that is the way to go. It's less than 200 euro of memory serves, uh, but that would be my recommendation there. Alan wants to know, can you recommend a USB speaker phone to improve laptop Zoom calls without the need to wear headphones and uh, recommend a good Wi-Fi extender brand or model? Uh, so in terms of the Wi-Fi extender thing, um, I always recommend looking at a Wi-Fi mesh system. I think it's a, a bit of a neater system uh, rather than getting into the boosters and so on. So the Tenda Nova MW3 or MW6, depending on the size of the home. Um, in terms of the USB speaker to improve laptop Zoom calls, um, I'm trying to think, like like you could go down the route of um, the, the Jam speaker that we've reviewed quite a bit uh, around Christmas time on this program. I think you just want to make sure that whatever you get will deliver good sound, but also, I don't know if you want it to act as a microphone. Um, so maybe if you email patkenny at newstalk.com and tell me a little bit more about how exactly you want it to work, uh, I can give you more precise recommendations. Now, this one, a bit technical. I have an Asus P9X79 motherboard i7-3820 CPU, 3.6 gigahertz, currently running Windows 10. My system tells me it can't install Windows 11, even if I wanted to. Is there any work around it? I have at least three years before they stop updates of Windows 10. I think it's 2025 they're talking about that. Anyway, yeah. any work around... Not one that I'd feel comfortable recommending. Like there are ways, there's always ways that you can get stuff onto devices. But if if the the, the system that they're recommending says it's not optimised for your device, I wouldn't do it. And I haven't tested any of these workarounds, so I wouldn't be comfortable recommending them, unfortunately. Um, I suppose the question I'd like to ask you, uh, because I remember when the girls were using laptops for college, they were using apples and mm. went to laptop repairs and got uh, solid state uh, drives put in instead of the, the old fashioned drives and it, it upped the performance. Could you actually just change the CPU or would that be as expensive as, as um, changing it depends. Laptop itself. It, it depends on the laptop itself. Like, like if you do go to, if you have a good shell of a machine, and if you go to experts like Laptop Lab, they will be able to assess it. And very often, you will get uh, longevity out of your devices. We're seeing a lot of people do this now, not only from a performance point of view, but also from an environmental point of view. Because if you could spend a few hundred quid to increase the life of your device 
thus not buying a brand new machine entirely, then everybody's a winner. So I think it depends on the device that, uh, that, that you buy and then also how much you're willing to spend before it gets into, you know, the same kind of price point that a brand new device would be. Uh, is Little's 27-inch hands-free monitor this week a good buy? The hands-free, Done. yeah, they are great. Yeah. They are really, really good. We've reviewed some of the devices in the past. The, the reason they're so affordable is because it's a brand that nobody's really heard of. But I have put a lot of the devices through their paces and yes, they are worth the money. And the final one, I wish to buy a tablet, but uh, I'm overcome and confused by what's out there. It's for personal use. I have a Samsung A51 phone. Any help? Much appreciated. If you want to stick with the Samsung ecosystem, you could go with the Samsung Tab A. If you want to branch out into the world of Apple, uh, the basic iPad is great. It's around €360 and it is so impressive. On that note, Jess Kelly, our technology correspondent, thank you very much.